0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Sandy, and I am the founder and the chief love officer at LastFirstDate.com. I want to thank you for joining us here today. Last First Date Radio is a show about achieving healthy, off-the-charts love in the second half of life. And We have a great show that's going to be coming up for you today. I'm going to be speaking with co-founder and chief operating, oh, chief executive officer of Divorce Force, Greg Frank, about how to support anyone who's affected by divorce, and that means before, after, during. We're going to talk about it all, so um, I'm really happy that you've joined us. And as a dating coach, I specialize in helping women date as the high-value woman that they are in every other part of their lives. When a woman knows her true worth, she attracts her most aligned partner. And I see many women who have forgotten their truth, and men as well, and uh, they become unaligned. And it's um it's something that happened to me in my marriage and that's something that led to my divorce when I couldn't live with myself anymore as a person who was so outside of who I really was i wasn't really honoring my values and my value so if you have been in my shoes if you're divorced if you are never married um and having trouble finding somebody to uh who is worthy of your affection and attention, then you are in the right place. And even if you are already in a marriage or as a couple, so many of the people who listen to this show are in relationships. They're in healthy relationships. And and what I love is that they listen to the show because it gives them ideas about how to keep their relationship strong. So many people think that just because we found the right partner It means that we can kind of rest on our laurels and everything's going to be fine. And the truth is, as most people know, relationships take nurturing. They take like watering, like a seed. You need to keep pulling the weeds and you need to keep communicating and uh, really paying attention. So um, I just want to say before we get to our interview with Greg that there are mistakes that we all make in relationships. There are ways that we sabotage relationships without even knowing it. And so what I've done is I've created a free guide for anyone who would like it, men or women, um, if you want to know the top three mistakes that midlife daters make and how you can actually turn them around by taking actionable steps to find the love that you're seeking This is a free guide and it's my gift to you. All you have to do is go to lastfirstdate.com and you can sign up right on my homepage because I want you to go on your last first date. And now for our special guest. Greg Frank is the co-founder and CEO of DivorceForce.com. DivorceForce provides a safe and supportive community for anyone to navigate any aspect of divorce. It's a place where people can find each other in similar situations, whether it's geographically, socially, or financially. People come to Divorce Force to ask for advice, to educate, to find independent views and share experiences, both professional and personal. And I have contributed to Divorce Force, and um, I love when somebody asks a question and I can answer it. The Divorce Force assists you during a divorce and will enrich your life at the end of the process with tools and support, valuable insight, and new friends. So it's my honor to welcome Greg to the show. Hi, Greg.
0: Hi. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you for coming on today.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for thanks for having me. Excited to be here.
1: My pleasure. Good. Well, I want to say that... Um, when you guys reached out to me to look into Divorce Force and to contribute to it, I was so impressed. Um, before the website even really took off and it was just just beginning, it was something that I felt really answered the needs that I wish that I had something like that during my divorce process because I did not have any good resources. I mean, there were books, and this was eight years ago. There were books out there. There were There were a lot of... Um, a lot of people telling people to have a good divorce, um, and I'd like to talk to you about that a little bit in, the, in a few minutes. But um, so, so I want to say thank you for you know really putting this together and being a resource for so many people. I, I think it's just a wonderful, fabulous resource.
0: Thank you so much. We we're very excited about it and uh now that we're launching, and we're having a grand launch actually this Thursday, it's very exciting around right. here and you know we're really oh. looking forward to to helping so many people it's uh It's a very warm feeling uh but yet we understand that there is a substantial need for what we're bringing to the table, and we just hope that lots of people receive the value out of it and and it becomes a changing point, you know almost a tipping point in their lives.
1: That's excellent. So what do you see as the greatest need for people who are affected by divorce?
0: Well, there's actually two. Um, you know, we feel that, number one, there is a there's just a tremendous lack of reliable, independent resources for people that are going through a divorce, as you had just uh, alluded to. Um, and secondly, you know, people feel very alone. They feel isolated. They're nervous about what their next steps are to be. Um, and that's part of our goal, and that's allowing people to ask advice and to get educated, to find personal and professional views, and really share their experiences with other people and connect with them based on similar situations. Um, we feel there's great value in being able to talk to somebody who has the same relevance, has, has gone through a similar life circumstance. For example, if somebody's in front of the same judge or if you can talk to somebody that recently became a stay-at-home mom and you're going through that exact same scenario, um, there's a need for that. And now that the mm-hmm. technology is available, um, we're excited to deploy that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that people really thrive in community and knowing that you're not alone is a huge part of going through any tough circumstance. And divorce is a loss. It's it's a it's a loss no matter who broke up the, who initiated the divorce. It's a big change, and people don't realize often how much changes and how much support you actually need.
0: A hundred percent, and in today's world where technology is so readily available and individuals It's easy for somebody to stay home and go on the computer and try to find others and and reach out. And that's the part of having a digital community where people can really come together and you can feel safe and you can be supported and you can become educated. And, you know, at the end of the day, we have to remember that when you go through a divorce, you're just not alone. There are so many other people that are like you that are affected by divorce like yourself and that there's help and there there are angles you can take and there are uh, turns you can make in order to come out of this uh, in a much better position than you ever imagined. And, and that's really, mm-hmm. that's really part of the goal.
1: Yeah. And I, I remember taking walks with friends who were getting divorced and also sitting with people. I mean, I had coffee with friends who were divorced and found out names of lawyers from people um there's so many legalities that you wouldn't even think about because you've never dealt with anything like this before. And so I know that had I had some better resources, there were certain things in my divorce that I would have done differently. And, um, you know, people get very lost in the journey. So let's let's talk about the typical journey that somebody goes through in divorce. What, um, you know, the emotional journey, the legal journey... What's what's the typical journey that you see?
0: You know, that's a it's an interesting question. And when I speak of divorce, I, I always make the connotation that you know, no two divorces are the same. There are a number of moving parts in in a divorce that will make yours or could potentially make yours unique. Um, but we all know that divorce is a highly emotional uh, situation and. For some, it could be a positive experience, and for others it could be it could be a devastating experience. So from an emotional point of view, you know typically a divorce is really initiated by one person. Um, so we find that the person that 's initiating the divorce is angry, is upset, could be bitter whatever the circumstances are that caused the divorce. And then the individual that's on the other side could be emotionally distraught. They could be very upset. They could be um, really, really felt out in the cold. They could feel very alone. Um, And when you have such disparities in emotions – it makes for a very complicated situation. It it provides a very, it's almost a breeding ground for hostility and it makes it very difficult for two people to communicate when they're feeling two different subsets of emotions. So for example, if you're in a relationship and that relationship has reached its course and you're both upset over it, you can communicate about that and you can, you can share in, in your feelings and you can help each other move on. But if one person is on the extreme left and one person is on the extreme right it it, it could really make for a for a a very complicated and uncomfortable emotional journey
1: mhm and it could it could drag out for a really long time and often the kids are the uh you know the pawns in between which is one of the saddest parts of these awful divorces
0: well for sure and we are extremely, I mean, that's a, that's a very deep subject to uh, the core values of divorce force, and that is helping to protect the children and helping parents make better decisions when they start to go through the divorce. Um, you know, there are, there are a few common mistakes that a lot of people make when they're going through a divorce, um, especially when it comes to their children. And some of those are disparaging the other parent to the children or discussing the Ins and outs of your divorce, either to your children or in front of your children. Um, Discussing your divorce to uh, friends of parents of the children. I mean, these are all things that at the end of the day will have zero positive effect on the child uh, and will only cause problems. And you don't really realize it until the ink is dried in the divorce papers, but yet you have a whole other set of issues that are happening at home. Um, and that's something that we really try to help people avoid, and that's the power and the benefit and the beauty of entering our online forums and having the ability to connect with others in real time and to talk to them about what's happening in your specific divorce so you can really avoid making these mistakes because these mistakes are not the type that can be erased with a pencil. These are permanent consequences and when it comes to a divorce, we all know that it's a very emotional time, it's very trying, and it creates a lot of hostilities, but it's not something you need to drag a child into the middle.
1: No, no, and you got to be so careful. And unfortunately, some people's emotions are so strong that they can't put the kids first. Um, you know, we went to mediation before we went to individual lawyers, and one of the biggest... Things for me was protecting my children, and um, there was one particular situation where my ex-husband wanted to bring our kids in, and I was adamant that that it was none of their business and it would only be harmful. And the mediator agreed with me, Um, and you know it ended up coming out in the end a couple years later, which was devastating for me. But because I I knew how to handle it with my kids, they were okay in the end. But it was not something I ever wanted to talk to my kids about. It was not their business. So, you know, I think we can't always control the other side. And I think that's that's one of the most frustrating parts of divorce is, you know, when two people get locked in their emotions and feel that nobody, neither side can hear each other. Um, and there are there are certain mediators who are great with that, who really know how to how to had to nip it in the bud and how to really hear each side, um, and I think that's all people really want is to be acknowledged and to have their emotions be validated. Um, it's it's one of the most difficult things as you're going through this process.
0: For sure, I've uh, I've been going through my divorce now for over four years, and that right. has that has definitely been an impact on my personal situation. At the end of the day you really have to be the best parent that you can be. And while you cannot control what others do, you cannot control what others say, uh, no matter how outrageous or gregarious they could be, you you need to try to always be the better person and protect your children. And when you're placed in a situation where children have heard things that maybe they shouldn't have heard or things are being said about you uh, that you would prefer not have happen, You need to take the high road. You really need to take the high road. And and I I can't encourage the listeners enough to really try to control their emotions and not get involved in the he said, she said. uh, Because like I alluded to earlier, these are damages that can never be erased. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, life goes on. People get remarried. They enter new relationships. And while they may be feeling tremendous pain because they're currently going through a divorce or just recently out of one, they will wake up five years later, and they, they their life will be better. They will be in a better situation emotionally and physically, and you know they can end up entering very rewarding relationships and even be in a position where they didn't realize how happy they could actually be. I, I've heard um, incredible stories about people that have been rejuvenated and uh, reinvigorated and have really gone on to accomplish great things, but at the time they were going through the divorce, they couldn't see it. They couldn't understand it. But the damage yeah. that, that is done when you involve the children is almost irreversible. So um I, I appreciate the question and I uh I, I just hope that people again, they don't wear their emotions on their sleeves and they can kinda take a deep breath before engaging in that type of
1: behavior. Yeah, that would be great if everybody could hear what you just said. <laughs> um so the um and then we talked about legal steps. So what is the typical legal journey?
0: You know, from what from what I've acknowledged and from what we've seen on the site and from all the feedback we, we maintain and aggregate from our users, most people, when they go to choose an attorney, they're typically asking a friend that's currently in a divorce who they use. And I really don't believe that that's the right thing to do. You know, when you hire an attorney to represent you in a divorce, that can make or break the entire experience. And even though you're potentially at your worst, right? So your emotions are running high. It's very hard to to think clearly if you've just been evicted from your home or if you've just been served with divorce papers or your parenting time has just been eliminated until you can get in front of a judge. It's very hard to think clearly. So you want to rely on those that are close to you for advice. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean that you're going to make the right call and that doesn't mean that you're vetting the process. So From a legal perspective, it is so important to choose the right attorney. Um, And you need to understand that when you choose the right attorney, you need to find somebody that is very well regarded and liked within the legal system, that they really, truly have your best interest at heart, that they are fully understanding and proficient in the laws and the systems within a specific county. Um, It's all very important because, as we know, matrimonial attorneys do bill by the hour and it is a business and it's unfortunate but you also have to really be careful um and look for the warning signs because like i alluded to earlier making a making a bad call when choosing an attorney can have just a horrific outcome on your experience in the divorce court
1: yep absolutely and and that was something that i was paying attention to because i got advice from a friend who used a mediator, and they were happy. They had a pretty easy divorce. Um, we did not have such a simple divorce, and I quickly saw that the mediator was not looking out for my best interest. In fact, I was mm-hmm. going to get screwed. <laughs> and I just had to make a quick decision, like, we're done here, and I need to yeah. hire my own representation. And, and not in a hostile way, but I had to look out for my, my own best interest. Um, or I would have ended up financially really screwed um so I'm glad that I advocated for myself, but not everybody is able to do that um, exactly
0: and you know we yeah. we we did something that we feel is very unique and very interesting that's been that's been actually receiving a lot of positive feedback. We engineered sixteen questions that we would have liked to have asked our attorneys in the first meeting right? So it's the old saying, I wish I knew then what I know now. So we formulated these 16 questions and we have them up on the site and we allow our users to actually rate their attorney. We don't allow our users to write sentences. We just allow them to answer the question. So what I mean by that is all of our questions are engineered yes, no, or a one to 10 scale, And we formulate a rating for each attorney. And what's very unique about that is is that you can now view an independent report, if you will, of a person's exact experience with an attorney. And that gives you a little bit more of an insight as to what you can expect. And again, for somebody that's contemplating going through a divorce, it is so critical that you take the time to really do your due diligence and look at things from a different perspective. I I mentioned before, is your attorney um, well-liked, or does the judge respect your attorney? I'm sure if, if you've been in the court system, you can see there are some attorneys that walk in the door, and they're highly respected, and you can see that the judges take their time, and they listen to what they have to say. And there are other attorneys that you know They can't get a word, in. It's they just don't have the judge's attention for whatever the reason. And unfortunately, if you're familiar with temporary orders, it is so important that when you come into that courtroom in the beginning that your representation um, is able to put you in a very accommodating position, especially early
1: on. Mm, I love that, the 16 questions, because people don't know what to ask, and so you based it on your own experience and gave people a great boilerplate. To work from. So that's, that's really helpful.
0: Yeah, you know, we actually, we didn't just craft the questions, we interviewed several matrimonial attorneys. And we went mm-hmm. to them and we said, if you were going to hire a matrimonial attorney, what questions would you ask? So we're coming at this from a little bit of a different perspective. You know, we're really thinking outside the box, not only because we uh, personally have experience, but also because we have such a wide variety of professionals that have been kind enough to let us talk to them. Um, Cause again, you know, what we do is all about helping the community. That's the bottom uh-huh. line. We are not an attorney okay. referral service. We don't advertise attorneys. We don't, we don't get involved in any types of business with attorneys. We're here to level the playing field when it comes to helping somebody decide on their attorney. Um, so, you know, we covered the emotions, we covered the legal steps, And then when you talk about timeframes, that that has a lot to do with the attorney that you hire. Um, You know, if if you're going to go through a divorce and both sides have the ability to work together to come to a resolution, that's the most important component. But if one side does not want to settle and one side is adamant about going to court, you can have the greatest attorney in the world. But if the other side doesn't want to negotiate and try to move forward, then there's nothing that attorney can really do. So when it comes to timeframes, the timeframe is going to be dictated, in my opinion, as to, number one, is this a hostile environment? Is this a hostile divorce? Uh, Number two, are there significant assets? Are there businesses that need to be evaluated? Is there real estate that's jointly owned? So if it becomes a high net worth situation and you have to go through a forensic evaluation uh, for multiple businesses, that's going to take significant time to accomplish. And if there's custody issues, you know, if if both parties are digging their heels deep in the sand and can't come to a resolution, if law guardians are assigned and they have to write reports and and, and provide those to the court, this is years. This will take years to accomplish.
1: Mm. Yeah, so people can prolong divorces uh, for a very long time and, and cost a fortune of money. And it, it can be so so devastating and so destructive. Um, so I I have a question about, this is a pet peeve of mine. Uh, there's a lot out there, and I, I mentioned the good divorce at the beginning. There's a lot out there about how parents can co-parent um, either, you know, through the, the divorce process and also post-divorce, that all they have to do is just put the kids first and, you know, sit down at, the, go and go to Starbucks and have coffee together and come up with a great plan and then everybody follows through. That almost never happens, um in my experience. And I think what, what it's created is a culture of shame around parenting, um, after divorce and um you know that, that if you're not that ideal Couple who can co-parent together, which is so difficult if you've had parenting issues during a divorce uh, during the marriage. Um, what what do you address this at all on your site? How how couples can co-parent in a in a much more healthy way, or what to do when when one spouse is not cooperative.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, that is that is such a crucial tipping point in a divorce. On on our site on divorceforce.com, there are several mainline topics that we aggregate content into. What I mean by that is, we have user-generated content where individuals come in and have open conversations in an open forum where they can discuss the co-parenting and the effects of the divorce on a child and effective ways to go about your daily lives. It's it's so critical. And then the second is uh, we have our own articles that we go out and we commission. And we commission those articles from therapists and law guardians and other types of professionals to help educate the community. There are also other things that people can do to have a more positive effect on the children and to help them carry their ways through. So if if you look at your own personal situation and you realize that you're going to have communication problems, the best thing you can do is find a way to quickly deploy some type of a system where you can be held accountable, you can go back and review the things that you've spoken about, and you can limit the face-to-face. And that's the beautiful thing about email or text messaging is that you can communicate with somebody and have a record of it. So if you're talking about a visitation schedule or you're talking about who's going to pick your son up from his soccer practice, you can create all these schedules. We actually have that uh, in a family calendar. We utilize that technology on the site where parents can enter their parenting schedules and they can both see in real time, whose day it is, who's responsible for picking the children up at school, who's taking them to their extracurricular activities. It's all about eliminating the extra back and forth, if you will, in order to have a more fluent conversation or a more fluent relationship. Um, And, you know, it really, at the end of the day, takes discipline. It just takes discipline from each parent to, like you you said before, you've said it a few times, and that is put the children first. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, It's great that you have all these resources. Um, So as we come to the end, I just want for you to address that if, if one of the listeners is having challenges navigating through their divorce, what would you recommend that they do?
0: First and foremost, you have to get involved. You have to reach out. You have to, you have to find the help that you, that you're seeking. And, we tell everybody the very first thing you can do is come to the site, come to divorceforce.com. You can enter our site incognito, which means you don't have to reveal your identity, and you can read our content. You can go through the forums and and read what people are talking about in the subjects that are most affecting you. Uh, You can also get involved and ask questions. You can provide answers to other people. So you need to take the first step, and you need to really – activate and get involved. It's so critical at at the beginning stages and, you know, especially as you're going through a divorce, Sandy, it's, you you need to, you need to get the education. So that's the first thing that we recommend and and we tell our our customers to do. And um, you also need to make sure that you're receiving the right legal advice, um, the right financial advice, you're speaking to your accountants, make sure that you have, you know, your documents prepared and, you want to make sure that you're just fully on board and engaged in what you're facing and um, to stay positive. You know, I, I tell all my friends, I call me and they say, you know, Greg, I'm about to go through a divorce. What do I do? And, you know, after I give them the basics, I remind them, you know, eat clean, eat healthy, uh, try to exercise, try to keep your, try to keep your brain firing appropriately because you're going to get overloaded and you're going to feel a lot of emotions that you may not have felt. Uh, You're going to, probably experience a lot of stress and you need to be in the right capacity in order to make educated decisions and um always reach out to somebody if you ever feel that you're that you're in a bad way you need to reach out and and that's really what we pride divorce force on is the ability to connect with others that are going through a very similar situation so yeah that's uh that would be my advice
1: yeah, well that sense of community and support is so huge as people are going through this. Um so Tremendous. this is fantastic. If uh just tell people the the address of uh the the URL for Divorce sure. Force.
0: Sure I'd love to. It's www.divorceforce.com, and you can also find our uh app in the iOS iTunes store as well as Google Play.
1: Awesome. So I love that there's an app and things are so much easier today than they were eight years ago.
0: Oh, it's fantastic! Um, It's it's really these these phones have the best technology where you can actually go onto the phone and see other members in proximity to yourself. It's it's really fantastic. So I I hope your listeners uh, experience the value of it.
1: Oh well, thank you so much, and I hope that people do go and uh, go to Divorce Force. Get the app. Um, reach out. Get support. No matter what area, what what part of divorce, what part of the journey you're on, there's something for everybody. So you can help someone. You can get help. Um, it's all good. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Greg Frank. I really appreciate it. And best of luck with Divorce Force. I hope that it really takes off and helps much. You know, many many people.
0: Thank you so much. We we really appreciate your support. Thank you for having me
1: my pleasure and i hope everybody uh has their goes on their last first date very soon thank you all for listening today bye bye